0: Check, check. One, two, check. Mike's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome to another edition of Mike's On. This is episode 47. 47. And uh, I went, let's see. Out of my office and down the hallway and then kind of took a left and then ran right into, is it room 24?
1: Yes, that's me, room 24.
0: Room 24 is Miss Kylie Braun. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Thank you. How are you?
1: I am doing great. Yeah? Doing good. Well,
0: listen, um, first and foremost, thank you so much for agreeing to do this, because I know you weren't sure what this was all about.
1: I know. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you want me to do? But I listened to some of your episodes. Yeah. Well, good. It was great to hear from some students and I know, teachers. Right? So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: It's kind of a cornucopia of just people that I, I cross paths with on a regular basis. So it's been kind of fun for me because if somebody wants to do it, I invite them on in. And if they don't, I just kind of twist their arm a little Until- bit and then they're okay. And some people are like, no, I can't handle it. And I get it. But <laughs> hey, so listen, how many years now have you been at Selvage?
1: This is my third year at Salvage.
0: Third year. Yes. So, you started out as Miss Wurgler, though. I
1: did. I was Miss Wurgler, and I moved up the alphabet to Mrs. Bronze.
0: Yeah, right? You, you just said enough with this. <laughs> I'm going all the way to the other side, huh? Yeah. So, you guys got married when?
1: Uh, December 15th, yeah. 2018. So, we just celebrated our two years. That
0: is crazy, right?
1: It is. Uh, I still feel like we're newlyweds, though. Oh, yeah. So, we've been dating since high school. So, we've really? been together for Excellent. 10 years, which was crazy but um went to different colleges and yeah. all of that yeah. and still stuck it out and been married two years.
0: That is awesome. Well, congratulations on Thank the two-year mark, huh? So, um I want to know a little bit about how you um hold on, just one second. Yeah, sorry about that. We had to stop for a second because we had the metronome <laughs> in our ears and so my bad. Hey, but I wanted to understand just a little bit about your journey and okay. and kind of what got you to here. Okay. So we're going to go back a little bit. How, and, like, well, I want to know, like, where did you, where were you born?
1: Okay, so uh baby Kylie was born April twelfth, nineteen ninety three, St. John's Hospital in so Springfield, here in Missouri, Louis. or in St. and Springfield, Missouri. Springfield. All, so all right, we had all a St. Right. John's down okay. there. All right, cool. Um, Now Mercy, and then lived there until third grade. All my family's down yeah. there: grandma, aunts, uncles, cousins, all of that. Yeah. And then after 9-11, my dad was in the military, so he had to move around a lot. Uh, and the closest we could ever get back to Springfield was St. Louis. Okay. Because it was along the river. He's in the Coast Guard. Okay. Um, so we moved here to Limburg School District mm-hmm. in fourth grade.
0: Yeah. Um, so where, where did you go to elementary then?
1: I was at... Truman, Truman, but now it's, I, it's a, middle a middle school, school right? which I was like, Oh, I went to elementary school there, yeah. Um, but yeah, went there for two years I went to Sparing Middle School, oh, which is boy. funny because guess
0: who's there now?
1: I know <laughs> there's some every time I say that, I'm like, Oh, there's so many people there, and they're SMS, and we're SMS, so there's all these correlations yeah, yeah. between my yeah. middle school experience and now my yep. teaching
0: middle school it's experience. So cool, so um. So then you went through sparing, and then did you mm-hmm. go to Lindbergh, then high school? Went to Lindbergh, okay.
1: and then for college, went back to Springfield. I just yeah. couldn't get away from Springfield. Yeah. And I went to Drury University, yeah. which I was very nervous about because that was my first theater audition oh, to okay. get a scholarship. All
0: right.
1: Um, but got a scholarship, worked in their theater program, did everything from you know, set crew, lights, sound, to acting, yeah. and really learned that I loved everything about theater, not just being on stage, or not just sound stuff. So that was like, okay, this is what I need to do in some way, shape or form.
0: Yeah. And and so then as you uh, graduate from college, what happens after that?
1: So um, my theater mentor told me about the Muni internship Uh program. Uh So I applied to that and I was a sound intern for a summer. So I worked with all making the sound effects, mm-hmm. doing all the mics, what going was that experience to all the like? it was so crazy. Um, because they go through seven shows in a summer and you're there all day. And when a show switches over, you're there until like two, three AM switching over right. all the mics, getting ready and labeling all uh, you know, there's a new orchestra that comes in. There's right. just so much that goes into it that it was The most exhausting summer of my life, but a great experience because it's the Muni, it's St. Louis, like so cool. Yeah, and I still love going back there because sometimes with like jobs that you have before, it's your career. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I never want to go back to. I worked at Starbucks for a while. I still like Starbucks, but it's not the same.
0: What do you call that? A barista? Oh, it
1: was a barista.
0: You and Ryan Coleman, did you know that? I
1: did not know that. That's something you guys need to to talk about.
0: (laughs) Uh, he'll tell you. Because when he first started here, he was a barista for yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. We'll have to go yeah. talk. What was his yeah. drink? That's what I need to yeah. know.
0: Well, the good thing is he likes to listen. So mm-hmm. he'll probably come to you oh, and ask you. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that as a little uh, Easter egg for him and okay. see if he'll actually come to you and start talking about <laughs> Starbucks. So, okay, so you, you did Muni, and then mm-hmm. and then you were working at Starbucks a little bit, but what else?
1: And then that's where my leg into Rockwood started. Yeah. So I um, was student teaching at Afton okay. after that.
0: And were you at the high school level?
1: I was at high school, okay. so I was at Afton High School, and um, my, my student teacher at the time, or I was a student teacher for Colleen Malone. Shout out to Colleen Malone if she's listening. Your cooperating teacher. (laughs) my cooperating teacher. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. Said,
1: hey, a Rockwood as a maternity leave for Summit High School, Mm -hmm. would you be interested? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would start as soon as I was done student teaching Mm -hmm. in December and um, was there until February and then kept subbing and kind of made my way through Rockwood. I did elementary, I did middle, high school subbing. And then... um, saw that there was a job opening for a theater teacher at Rockwood Valley, and that okay. was my first job. So oh, yeah. I was there traveling between um, Valley, Wildwood, and Crestview. That's a lot. It was a lot, but so, like, I know so many people I now know, because well, of it. Yeah,
0: it's great nec- networking for yeah. sure. But what I was going to ask you is when you're doing a, a position like that, what is the expectation for you as the theater teacher in terms of productions?
1: Oh, so my, like, school was Valley because I was there, like, if you tracked my day, I was there most of the day. Okay, all right. So I would end my day at Crestview and then, like, leave a little early, come back and get set up for the show. So I still did shows there. Um, My first show was The Giver. Excellent. Because I loved that book as a middle schooler. I saw that in your
0: classroom the other (laughs) day. Yes!
1: My program is still up. I loved our tickets, too. We made them apples because that's, like, a big part of the show. Um, but such a great group. I still have, they gave me a book like of the giver and they had signed the inside of it. So That's it's still cool in to the, go the back book, yeah. and yeah, like see the notes from them and stuff. So, um, it was a, a good link between, you know, the English teachers there at mm-hmm. the time and our theater program. And a lot of kids had read it. So like, oh. I know who Jonah is. I know yeah. these stories. Yeah, so.
0: and so you were at Valley and mm-hmm. Wildwood and Crestview, yes, and then what? Three.
1: And then after that, because that was a part time. Um, you know, I really loved the Rockwood district. It had gotten me a leg in with maternity leave and gotten me my first time job. So I was like, all right, full time. What's available? Right. And then I ended up at Marquette High School because mm-hmm. they had a public speaking and debate coach opening. Oh, and I had never done debate. I had mm-hmm. friends that did, but mm-hmm. I never was, um, a trained participant. Or, yeah. I yeah, wasn't yeah. trained in yeah. it, but Dennis Kane was the coach for a long mm-hmm. time and he's an amazing human being, just okay. so helpful and kind and gracious. Um, so he Showed was you like, the ropes. you can do this. Yes. It's okay. Um, had great assistant coaches that helped me. The students that participated, a lot of them went to salvage. They're yes. just awesome kids. I, yeah. Like they, it's very humbling, a humbling Did experience.
0: you run into the George Mm-hmm, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So you had them. Oh, yeah.
1: And they freshman
0: went, year, I guess their freshman year. Cause yes, yeah. that
1: was my,
0: that was your last year there. Year. Yeah. Because I year. was there for
1: yeah, okay. two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the experience at Marquette was, it was cause I was kind of bouncing around. I had done high school for mm-hmm. my student teaching. Then I went to middle school, then I went back to high school yeah. and at Marquette, I really learned like, okay, the high school world is awesome. I loved it. But I wanted theater. I was missing theater. Mm -hmm. Public speaking is Mm -hmm. amazing. A lot of things that I had learned through my college experience Mm -hmm. and through um, doing student teaching at high school applied, but it wasn't my heart. Like It wasn't what I loved about theater, Mm -hmm. what I learned at Drury, what I learned at the Muni that I wanted to share with students. So that was hard for me because I had built these relationships. It was my first full-time job. So it was really hard when I was like, okay, I think I need to go back to middle school, which everyone's like, What? Yeah. You would what? I'm like, no. Middle schoolers are where it's at. Like, they are incredible human beings, and you're really helping them learn, like, what's their thing before they go to high yeah. school. And you join all the clubs and you join the activities. So,
0: so in that yeah. way, I have to say you're a, a bit of an anomaly.
1: Because I'm bouncing.
0: No, because you're middle school. <laughs> <laughs> because most folks that I, because that is one thing that that um, I've always enjoyed. The folks who have been in our theater program, mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed seeing the kids uh, start with nothing and have something so spectacular at the end. Um, and the people who have guided them along the way—every person that I've worked with here at Salvage that has been, a, you know, the leader of the drama department or the theater program here—has always put their own twist on it, made it made it their own, and and uh, has done really cool things with it. But what I also found is many of the folks who have come through, this was just the stopping point because they really wanted oh, to they high were to high
1: school. They wanted to go
0: else. to high school. So and this you're was kind my of backwards.
1: Game. I guess <laughs> like, so. Well, this
0: is what you want. This yeah. is where you want to be. And I think it's so great because you're the one, to me, this is where I would want to be too if I was a theater teacher. Because <laughs> I think what people don't realize is that at this age, it's where the spark truly mm-hmm. comes alive. Yeah. You know, like you can get it at the high school, but truly, if you can find it at the middle school. Think I, about
1: how much more time you have to Right, develop to develop, develop it. it before exactly. Before you go into the professional world, yep. if you do that right away, yeah. you go to audition yeah. for college programs.
0: Yeah. One thing that's been so cool to watch um, as you've grown in the program and kind of understood better what the kids can handle and what they can't handle, and and maybe I haven't really gotten to see because this is year three for you. So so we finished last year without being able to – did we get our? Did we, we get our spring? We just
1: snuck it in.
0: We did sneak know. it in. I don't know. It was
1: right. Tell me what it was again. Grid. It was Robin Hood.
0: Yes. Okay. And I
1: look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe That's we what got you, it in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Because um, this year you had to try something new. We did. And and talk <laughs> talk a little bit about that and what it was like for you as as an instructor, but also for the kids and and the ups and downs and the the good and the bad about having to do something. During a pandemic
1: Well, our show was one that I had been wanting to do I had read it mm-hmm. a couple years ago With uh, a friend of mine, Laura Fontana From Crestview mm-hmm. Middle School And I, I loved the story And the lady that wrote it is a theater teacher mm. So I was like, oh, that'll be a cool connection We can talk with her and get some feedback About these characters Because mm-hmm. they were based on her students So it, I knew we were going to do that show I'm not going to lie, I was heartbroken because I had, you know, all these ideas in my head of how it was going to look on stage and how we're going to bring it to life um, with our set and our costumes and our props. But I'm impressed by the students. Like Mm -hmm. I, if you watch the Crestview version, which is staged and recorded and you watch ours, they're the same stories. But you, you kind of after a while of watching our virtual show, forget that everyone's in a little box Mm -hmm. and you're just following the same storyline, which Mm -hmm. is all about Learning what's in your heart and what people tell you to be versus what you really truly are, and mm-hmm. how that's not a bad thing that people have hopes and dreams for you, but you have to figure out do you want to embrace that or can you add it on, or is that something you need to say, I appreciate you, I see what you're trying to do mm-hmm. for me, but I have to go a different way? Yeah, and we still accomplish that. And mm-hmm. we got to Zoom with Kendra Thomas, which who I, was I thought the player, was so right? cool
0: that you were able yeah, to get her in front of the kids. Awesome. Yeah.
1: And so encouraging and has an awesome story about how she struggled in middle school. She struggled in school in general, but she's written all these plays. She's writing a novel. So she didn't let anything that got in her way as a younger student. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she and now she's encouraging her students as well. So there were some definitely challenging days because we'd be on Zoom and we're like, okay, we're going to record this one is everybody ready? And then everyone would look ready except for one kid that was frozen. And we're like, oh no. Yeah,
0: Because <laughs> you're not only dealing with with just the nuances of having middle school mentality going on. Mm-hmm. You're also dealing with whether or not the technology is going to work
1: well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and we know how that is, right? So, um, well, I love the fact that you guys persevered and, and really came out with a cool product. Something that, that while it might not be exactly what you envisioned at all, um, it is to me... It's um, a timestamp of what was happening at the moment. Right, you know? yeah. I mean, you guys are, were able to show how you could come together and still put on a good quality show um, during a really rough period yeah. for all of us. So
1: I was crazy impressed with everybody. And even though we had technology issues, it's still cool that we have the technology to Zoom yeah. and record yeah. and edit clips yeah. and we video. Yeah. Like th- That's something that I've never had to do before. Yeah. So I leaned on the kids a lot for their help, and they yeah, just they were amazing. Through, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. so
0: Well, and that's something that you and I have talked a little bit about that you you really truly wish that things were a little bit different here because this is such a great group of, especially eighth graders I know, that, that, They that, were yeah. my
1: first like group of kids. they're well, my when sixth the, graders. When it's I first funny started. how you get with
0: them, isn't it? Yeah. Because you probably didn't think about this back in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. and it probably didn't start really hitting you until maybe. I don't know, sometime later, right? Um, But then you get to this year and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Now I'm going to, I've watched these kids grow so, so big. I mean, really, in so many different ways. Um, That's what I so appreciate about the middle school experience, though. Like for me as a principal, I love starting a project with sixth grade. Mm. And then, and, and I usually say it takes three years. To, for something to truly form and and become something because you're all
1: about threes I am I, I told you this
0: <laughs> because I think they if you look in the world, everything is made up mm-hmm. in threes, yeah, I mean a triangle is a perfect example yeah. so, <laughs> so so uh I know I know my geometry um, <laughs> but but what i 've always thought is that if I can get kids in sixth grade to buy into an idea mm-hmm. and a belief and a way of doing things, which i'm sure when you first start with. Like, talk about eighth grade for a second when you were in your first year here. What was Mm -hmm. that like?
1: It was all like, okay, I'm directing this show. Like, I know what I wanted to do. Uh I was really excited about it. Uh, It was Dorothy in Wonderland. It was like a mashup of Wizard of Oz and Alice in Wonderland, two of my favorite shows. So I was like, okay, let's buy into this idea of theater and, you know, worlds colliding and we get to have fun costumes and there's lots of set design. So even Mm -hmm. students that were like, "Uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to light on me at all. I was like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Here's where you could fit in. Mm. And it's been really cool to see every show we do where those students have stayed or Mm -hmm. where they decided to try a different role. And um, again, it's just incredibly impressive whenever I see an audition to where they take it at show night. And Mm -hmm. that changes based off of, you know, them feeding off of each other mm. when they're acting, mm. or if we have uh, an issue with, I'm going to call out a student real yeah. quick, Carl Terabrell. Oh, Terabryl. Carl. <laughs>
0: for, we're talking for, about you. Uh,
1: sorry, shout out, but also <laughs> don't get <Mrs., laughs> mad at Mrs. Brown for saying this. Um, uh, any of our A-theaters that were part of the show will remember this, but yes. it was Willy Wonka. Yeah. I think it was our closing night.
0: Yeah, he was Willy, right? Yes. yes. Or he was, he was Charlie. Uh, Charlie, sorry.
1: Um, But he was supposed to find the golden ticket in this like candy wrapper. And I don't know what happened with the props, but it wasn't there.
0: No golden ticket. He was given
1: a lollipop and he improvised. And like the curtains were supposed to close because we're changing to the factory in the background. And he's like holding this note, and then magically, out of nowhere through the curtain, this golden ticket appears, and you see a kid's hand, <laughs> and he just reaches up, and he's like, "I got a golden ticket," and I was so proud. Yeah. Like, couldn't have been more of a perfect who, experience.
0: Who I was? Can't
1: remember who you, the hand was. You don't was. know who
0: the magic. Because I was,
1: was sitting back at the light booth, like yeah. freaking out, like, yeah. "Oh, this is the most important part of the show."
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And Carl. He didn't miss a no, beat. Did he didn't he? miss
1: a beat. He just kept going. And then the smile on his face was like pure joy. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, it's here. like a true moment. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so those are what make theater so amazing because Thursday night was different than Friday night. Oh, and yeah. the Friday night audience didn't think anything was wrong. Right, right. But they experienced that moment and in yeah. time. And I think that's the cool thing about theater. And with yeah. all of our students, like whenever they're in our classes, that group of kids is never going to be together in the same setting at the same time right ever again and we get to experience that and it's just it's incredible
0: well and and i've been able to as a parent been able to see what theater does for a kid oh oh my gosh i mean (laughs) i had no idea you know uh, as as your child grows you you see you hope for certain things and 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 his mom and I are not the kind to push things on him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he played soccer early on and, and he played it up until freshman year of high school. And I really thought he might continue to play. Well, he really wasn't into it, you know? And, and so sophomore year, he kind of went out for soccer, but didn't really, you know, he hadn't worked out at all. He wasn't in good shape and, and it wasn't what he wanted to do. And so that was the year he got into show choir. And and with winter. Oh my gosh. It's just it's so cool to see educators like yourself and Jason and B, um all the people that, that I've had gotten to work with because when people talk about uh educators and their passion, the it's it's probably the most truism of a theater teacher mm-hmm. or <laughs> someone who works in the arts. Yeah. Because it, it truly is a passion, and, and it's just so fun to watch you guys work and, and how each of you can be so different in the way you handle things. And and we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, the difficulties that, that come with being a theater teacher because, you know, you have to make choices that are not so easy when it comes to picking kids for parts. Yeah. Talk about what that's like for you.
1: Oh, it's it's heartbreaking because I remember what it felt like. Um, I and mean, rejection sucks. Right, <laughs> I do think that I had some great models growing up, like mm-hmm. my middle school theater teacher, um, Mr. Tyler, who's like, don't call me Mr. Tyler. I'm Mike now. <laughs> and I'm like, I know you'll never, never be.
0: It, never always ready. Mr. Tyler. huh?
1: But it was always really good at giving feedback. If I went and asked like, okay, like I know I'm an ensemble, but like, what could I do next time? What could I do next time? And I think that was so helpful for me. My parents would always encourage me to do that, and I was like, I don't want to go talk to them. You know, like, I just want (laughs) to be sad and angry. Um, But I remember. I don't picture you
0: being very angry. It was
1: more just like silent, sullen, brooding. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Just leave me alone. Just leave me alone in my misery. (laughs) I'll go learn my dance numbers quietly. Um, But then when I got to high school, that helped a lot. And because I had learned, okay, go ask, like, what can you do next time? I had a wonderful high school theater teacher. And she one time, uh, it was for Wizard of Oz, which is my favorite show Mm -hmm. ever. And I, of course, wanted Dorothy. But I'm just... I'm not the type, I'm too tall. All the boys around me would have been like, why is, were you looking yeah. up at this? Were car? you pretty you know? tall? And, yeah, yeah, I was okay. always just, I just shot up quick <laughs> in middle school and like, uh, not like super, super tall, but not. Taller than not the boys th- who
0: who took a while. To. Right,
1: and not the right type for Dorothy. But right. I remember her telling me like, it's not anything against you. Like you had a great audition, you sang what you were supposed to, your dances were on point." But you have to learn now that there are certain characters that you are made for. And the more you read plays and the more you watch musicals and the more you're a part of them, you'll learn who you are. And the next show we did was The Importance of Being Earnest. And I learned how to read the story ahead of time and figure out who would I be. So as I was reading and preparing for the audition, I was like, ooh, I like this girl Gwendolyn a Mm -hmm, lot. mm -hmm. And I auditioned and I got Gwendolyn.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Um, So it was just a really good experience, even though I was heartbroken that I couldn't play my dream role of Dorothy, Mm -hmm. I learned how to prepare better, not only for, you know, a role that I wanted, but, you know, a job, whenever you're, Mm -hmm. you're interviewing, you have Mm -hmm. to figure out what's the school about Mm -hmm. and how am I going to show like what I'm going to bring to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, this school or or for other jobs, like what are you going to bring to the, to the business? So, it was hard at first, but the more and more I practiced it, the more it helped me way far beyond just, yeah. you know, the show I was auditioning yeah.
0: for. But as, as you as a teacher, when you have to pick the kids, yeah. what is that experience like for you? Because you know what it feels like right. on the other side. And not only are you dealing with, hey, a child and their emotions and and, and you know, as fragile as we can be sometimes mm-hmm. at this age but you're also dealing with mom and dad.
1: Right, yeah. And so like, how do you, oh, how do you work
0: so through that? <laughs> because it's not easy.
1: So um, we always let the kids know, like, well, when the auditions are happening and if we're doing callbacks and then when we're going to post them. So we post the cast and crew list, and then I always let kids know, like, if you have questions, if you want to talk about your audition at all. I am open, and we always try to let them know that there's always a place for you on crew. So even if you didn't get the role you were hoping for,
0: we'll still get you involved.
1: Yeah, you're still gonna learn and be a part of this magical theater company and experience. Right. Because that to me is the most, one of the most important things that I learned. If I ever wasn't a part of, even in college, um, I learned how to stage manage, I learned how to. run the light and soundboard and hang lights and all right. of that stuff. So I want kids to remember that even if you don't get a part there is like on stage, there's still a lot you can learn from the yeah. behind the scenes.
0: A lot of the magic that you can, can be had. Oh, right? yeah.
1: So, um, that's kind of the way I go about it. It's not the most comfortable experience and you just,
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you, and, I have had, you and I have had to do this and, and, um, you know, I am going to bring up, the the first year you were here because because it was hard I mean I was like oh no well and and you and I talked about it and this wasn't the first time that I had to deal with that kind of situation Um, but but it is it does put the teacher in a spot where you know it's on you and Mm -hmm. it's on your shoulders you guys have made the decision between you and Miss Durbin Mm -hmm. um, and so now we have to explain why it is the way it is and and it's a very delicate situation. It's not because you want to hear what a parent has to say, but but sometimes our parents don't always get that, look, there's other places where we can put your child and they can still have a wonderful experience. It's just it might not be the Dorothy that you right, so badly yeah. want, Right.
1: <laughs> and looking back on that, like the experience we yeah. had and the experience I had, when you're a director, you're envisioning everything. Like mm-hmm. you're piecing mm-hmm. so many things together. Mm-hmm. And as a parent and as a student, your tunnel vision to what mm-hmm. you would wanted. Yeah. And you see, I mean, I can only so imagine. That's what you want. Yeah. My parents <laughs> saw the hurt in me and mm-hmm. all of that, and I get that from parents too. But your job as a director and as you know a principal when you're hiring teachers for your school is to figure out how. Are they all gonna piece together and mm-hmm. make this community in this environment that is gonna give us the best performances? Yeah. So it's again not the the fun part, it's the hardest part of doing a show. But then from there, once you are working forward and you get to the end product, you're like, look at how this worked. Look yeah. at how everyone, you know, brought life into these characters and improved in a way that i hadn't originally planned right. like with the carl story yeah. and it just it makes the show even more yeah. amazing
0: well and and i was really proud to see how you weathered that storm and just kind of got through heaven oh, heaven well cuz it's tough it was. i mean that's one of those things that nobody wants to have to deal with but it's part of the job unfortunately and 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 sometimes it comes with the territory but um I think that it it preps you for later, too, just like Mm -hmm. you just like you talk about when you when you don't get the position or the um, role that you truly want. It hardens you or it helps you understand that, you know, there's other things that you can be doing to be better. And so you going through having to talk to a parent about why a child didn't get a certain role is um, once you get through it the first time, it gets a little bit easier the next time. And, And that's what I try and tell the APs, too, because sometimes we have to deal with parents in not so, um, friendly situations, I guess you would say, because, yeah. you know, the, you know, there's discipline involved with kids and that kind of thing. And, and those first few calls that you have to make about, you know, Hey, I got to tell you about something that happened here at school today, you know, can be very difficult because parents can become very defensive. Um, and, and you're just trying to do what's best for the child, but then you also have a whole school or a whole cast and a play to, to work through. And so, we're kind of all in the same boat together so it's just how are we going to make it work and and do it the right the best way possible so um one of the things though too I wanted to kind of talk to you about was you know um as I've done this show I've I've been able to kind of timestamp things along the way and and I Mm -hmm. and I as we were sitting here talking I was thinking about my daughter for just a quick minute (laughs) and and you know she's in third grade but um back in in April March um I had her on for the first time. She was one of my oh, first guests. Oh, I'll
1: have to go back and listen. And how really, cute. my first
0: guest was actually my son Dominic, which you may remember Dominic. Yes. But um, he um, he was the first one that helped me kind of understand well how all of this worked. And go, Dom. And, and I know, right? And uh, and then I think I had Aurora on next, and Sully I had in the summer, but but Aurora came on right at the beginning of COVID, and we kind of talked through things. And I went back and looked and. At that time, it was like 3,000 people had passed away, you know, and you think about it and how much time has passed and how many more lives have been lost. And then I thought, well, today's kind of different because we just had a serious situation happen in our state capitol in Washington, D.C., have you had to deal with anything with kids and talking to them today at all, or did it come up in class at all, or It uh, didn't that come kind of up stuff? with
1: students. I did appreciate the email you sent with those resources because it kind of made me feel like, okay, I'm a little more prepared. Um, I wish I
0: could have gotten it to you guys earlier. Oh,
1: I mean, no. I think it was still good to, this isn't going to go away. Like, even right, though it's fresh, right? those are good resources to come back to and right. look at. But it didn't come up in class today. Um, I do have a story, if you don't mind. Yeah, so please. I work at Bed Bath & Beyond part-time. Yeah, part yeah, time.
0: yeah, yeah. Thanks I still for the con- I gotta,
1: referral. Yeah, yeah cash in that oh, the, discount. The
0: referral. I got, yeah, I got to get in there and <laughs> take you up on that.
1: Um, but I worked last evening, and I, you know, I came straight from
0: school yeah, and went right yeah. there. And had you kind of known what was going had, on at all? No, I yeah. didn't.
1: I um, was like greeting and just, you know, trying to turn it on the
0: radio to listen to news. Nothing. I was
1: just out of it. Didn't even have my phone on me, get to work. And when I walked upstairs to clock in, they have like an old TV on a cart and um, it was rolled out. It's never on. I think they maybe played (laughs) elf on it over the holidays, but it was on and everyone was like kind of crowded around it. And I was like, what is going on? And to be honest, Dr. Wright, my heart kind of dropped a little bit because the last time I had seen that kind of TV on a cart like that was when I was in third grade, and it was 9-11. And I remember, like, later on, my dad, you know, I remember seeing his suitcase. Wait a minute. Did you
0: say third grade? I was in third grade. (laughs) 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 Uh, Sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean to bring that up, but it just really (laughs) threw me for a loop.
1: But it was just such a, like shock yeah, yeah. Then, you
0: remember it vividly probably yeah, and
1: it was just so sad to come into that and, yeah. and see my coworkers, and you know getting the quick updates before I had to go down and yeah. and do my second job but it was
0: and then any interactions with customers uh, as they came through or anybody yeah people anything? were definitely saying
1: things yeah. and you know I I even overheard a conversation of a mom and her son just saying like, you know, this isn't how people are supposed to behave. Yeah. It's just, it just yeah. makes your heart sad. Yeah. Um, so no conversations in class today, just yeah. with like coworkers and yeah. kind of just hearing.
0: Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I just wanted on. to bring it up because like I said, it's kind of a timestamp thing, you know, it, it yeah. helps us understand where we are right now in the moment and, and we don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but I just thought I'd get your take on it. And, and it, it, you know i appreciate your honesty about yeah it wasn't it wasn't until i got over to bed bath and beyond and and i turned it on and it was like or you walked into a room that yeah. had it on and so and
1: i remember apologizing saying like can i take a second like yeah. i just you, I, yeah. I feel like this is a movie like yeah. this doesn't it didn't feel like you real. were supposed
0: to get right to work and and you probably yeah. were like they yeah. and they
1: gave me a second and they okay. like talked me through some stuff and i was like yeah. what else did i miss and i felt yeah. so You know, usually like sometimes I'll put the radio on in the background or I at least have my phone on me and I'll check and, uh, you know, like just text family. But I was just so out of it that it's like, oh, my gosh, when you don't pay attention for a second, look what can happen. I
0: know. Right. So. Yeah. So um, I'm going to switch back, though, because I want to know more about the next play. Okay All right. I know you want to Market this a little yes.
1: bit Right? <laughs> we are so excited About this one
0: What is it going to be? So
1: we are doing Our spring musical And it's Aladdin Oh
0: yeah.
1: Um, I did a project With students Last year Where they made Like little prompt books Where mm-hmm. they kind of Plan out If they yeah. were a director What show would they pick How much money Would it cost yeah. Costume designs yeah. And we had some Quite a few Aladdins mm-hmm. And I used that As inspiration To kind of pick This show
0: Yeah
1: Um. So we are going to attempt to do some small group in-person rehearsals, right. which we haven't
0: right. done.
1: Like, we haven't been on stage right. since last March with Now, Robin you mentioned, Hood. though,
0: didn't, did Crestview do their...
1: That was all play
0: on stage, no, no?
1: that was that was was like 2018, I think. We just they had done it because
0: I know some of our middle schools have talked about trying to put on little things. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've known of anybody that's done that, but
1: no, they were all virtual this fall. Um, but I know that they were wanting to maybe do like an outdoor theater thing, like Greek theater-esque, is what we are essentially trying to do. And then we just yeah. So we're going to try and get so you some, some
0: some short small re- group rehearsals. Yeah, um, I think I think we can make that happen. Um, where are you guys at the in the process of the show?
1: So we just did casting right before break, and people got their scripts, and I shared with them the music and the choreography videos. Oh, And very that's good. it. Yeah, so okay. next Tuesday we'll do a Zoom and do the read through and sing through and. Watch the choreography. We'll do the same thing on Wednesday. And then after this semester ends on January 19th, that'll be our first small group rehearsal. Very good. And we'll do some dancing. Yeah. And
0: uh, How has it been in terms of uh, kiddos being able to get the information and know that you have a play coming up and then coming out for it? Uh, Have you seen a rise, a fall? Is it the same as far as how many kids have come out for stuff?
1: I've been pleasantly surprised. Good. um, Because I use Google Classroom. I've been doing that. This is the third year I've done that. And I asked the kids, like I had them vote, do you want to keep doing Google Classroom or do you want to do Canvas? Because mm-hmm. we're all doing Canvas mm-hmm. and I could figure out how to do that. And they're like, no, please stay with Google Classroom. Yeah, right.
0: Because <laughs> it was familiar. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, yeah. Um, and then I also made a website, just a Google site. It's been really great to organize, you know, T-shirt order forms through mm-hmm. there. And here's mm-hmm. where you can check the calendar. Um, so I'm really hoping that even if we eventually don't use Google Classroom as much, I have a website made, which is fantastic. So whenever someone wants to know something, oh, here, here's this link. If a parent's interested for their kids or a student, a friend refers them to me, Mm -hmm. that has been a wonderful thing to come out of this. Because usually Mm -hmm. I have these big paper packets sitting outside my room. Right. So that's a change that's come during this that I will definitely keep up to date and just keep referring students to. Um... But, yeah, I've had kids turn in stuff to Google Classroom. They've emailed me their videos. Mm-hmm. So we miss the in-person auditions a yeah. lot because you can kind of yeah. prompt and say, like, oh, could you try it again? Yeah, Sorry, in, the, in
0: this way. or Yeah, in yeah. yeah. this
1: way. Um, but, you know, they have more time to practice and get their videos perfect before sending them in. So, uh, as far as that so there, goes, it's I, so been that, okay.
0: that's kind of good. I yeah. mean, being able to have a little more time, and oh, I didn't like how that one looks, so maybe I redo. try to get it. Okay, yeah, they can polish themselves up, make mm-hmm. themselves look real good, right? Exactly. Slick it up with some good graphics and video. <laughs> no, uh, hey, so then, um, then what is the plan for actually showing the end product?
1: So March eleventh and twelfth. Okay. We will be doing a um a link a lot like we did in the fall. So no. it won't be in, like you can't buy a ticket and sit in a chair and right. watch the show. Right. But you can get a link to watch the show. Okay. And we have two possible options. One is we record it and get the link all ready to go. Mm-hmm. And um We'll send it out that way. Yeah. It'll be through Disney because it's the Disney's versions of Aladdin. So I think it's like five dollars. So they'll keep track of how many. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> links that's going a...
0: There's no sharing of the link, huh? That was just,
1: like <laughs> the most difficult process.
0: Oh, I'm sure because <laughs> Disney's I pretty hardcore it. too, right? Yeah, yeah. very
1: hardcore. Had to make sure I was Which they follow all I mean, the rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and we didn't charge for the fall play, mm-hmm. um, but again, Kendra Thomas was like really cool about that and I had emailed the the company it was called Pioneer Drama and they were like okay you can you know stream it we understand that's the situation you're going through we're not gonna cause any issues with that but with Disney that's a different story
0: it's not just can't really
1: (laughs) (laughs) that. Kendra
0: Disney yeah (laughs) two different entities I would think right
1: so uh that's one option and then the other option which I think is a bucket dream, but I'm still going to hope maybe it could happen, would be to have the kids come on the show nights and do a live stream. where oh, that'd be But kind they'll of fun. still have to yeah. pay to have access right, to the link. Right,
0: right, But at but least the kids could be, do it live. Right. So of recorded.
1: Live streamed.
0: Yeah, a live stream so, event.
1: So we'll see. That'd be cool. Which one it goes with. but
0: Okay. Well, let me know what we need to be doing and make okay. any, whatever you want to happen to happen. So um, a couple other questions. First of all. Have you done much travel in your life?
1: Um, I didn't really until, let's think here. I tried a lot in college to do, like, the travel abroad programs. Right. But I feel like every time I tried, it just didn't work out. Like, there not enough people signed up. Okay. Or I was trying to get college credit. I tried to go to Greece. I was so excited to go with my theater history teacher because mm-hmm. um, I just wanted him to, like, be my tour guide and mm-hmm. tell me all about, mm-hmm. like, what plays were performed in this ancient ruins theater Um, but after college, my husband's family cruises a lot and I had never Mm. been on a cruise Mm. ever. So I have been on, oh, if they're listening to this, they're going to get mad that I don't know how many I've been on. (laughs) Um, I think three, maybe four. Um, and the first one I went on was this Oasis of the Seas cruise ship, Royal Caribbean. It was massive i was like we're going on that are you sure this isn't just like a big amusement park but it was this huge cruise ship with like a a central park park in the middle of it (laughs) and a carousel (laughs) and i was just like this is insane um but it was a wonderful experience because you get to get off and see different places so i've been lots of places in the caribbean For our honeymoon, we went to the ABC Islands. Okay. Um, So, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao, Bonaire. I'm going to live there someday. Yeah. It was Was gorgeous. Really? Um, We snorkeled. And um, they have a big population of flamingos on the southern part of the island, and I didn't know this, but baby flamingos are white when they're born, Uh, and when they eat shrimp, they turn pink. Yeah, too much shrimp.
0: Yeah, the shrimp. The shrimp causes all that thickness. Oh,
1: it was just so magical, and um, just a really cool like culture and community. And just this tiny little island that apparently has the best scuba, like second best scuba diving in the world. Oh, very good. So I would love to get certified. That's like my next big goal yeah. is to get my scuba certification.
0: That doesn't scare you to get under the oh, water? Oh my like gosh, that. not at all. That's cool. Like
1: I was like, you know, sitting with my little snorkel on, and I was like, <laughs> seeing the people scuba dive, and I was like, I want to follow them. Yeah, Where yeah, are they yeah, going? Yeah.
0: And so, you were kind of tethered to the snorkel. Yeah, so to... stuck up here. <laughs> and um, so, uh, what about? Were you nervous at all about uh, cruising, getting on a big boat?
1: Um, yes. My because like my wife
0: does not want to do a cruise.
1: I just was worried about getting seasick so yeah, bad. Yeah, and and the first few nights were rough. I had a lot of ginger ale to oh. kind of help <laughs> with balancing it, and then I got those. I felt like such a dork, but I had those little like things that you put uh on your wrist, the C bands. Yeah. They helped a lot. Yeah. And, um, I even learned when flying, like if I have my husband's next to me, I'll have him push on my other Mm, side and it helps a a lot. Um, so the first few nights are a little bit weird, but the cruise ship atmosphere is wonderful. Like everyone there just wants you to have a good time. and. Um, you know, there are people from all around the world working on the ships and you can get tours of the theater, which I wanted to go and talk to right away. I was like, how do you dance Mm -hmm. while you're like on waves? So it was just cool talking about them and hearing their stories as well. And how many different ships they had been on and different shows. You can still see like Broadway quality shows. I saw Hairspray and they did a great job. Oh, cool. Um, So my, again, my husband's family is super, super into that. It's great. I liked it a lot, but my next vacation, I would like to be somewhere.
0: Yeah. On solid ground. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a a place that you'd really like to get to?
1: Oh, Italy in a heartbeat. Like if I could go yesterday, I wish I could have. But I just, I mean, great food. I just want to be somewhere where you can just walk around and see different things. I'd love to just go on tours and get a little scooter
0: yeah, and be yeah. scooting around. Right. Um, I just found out Matt went to Italy and oh, he's been, he's been a couple of different places. So there's somebody to talk to. Okay. Well, I'll have to the, ask the, where to go. Italy what to travels. Do. Yeah.
1: I did last summer start that, um, Duolingo. <laughs>
0: Nice, there <laughs> you go. To learn Italian. And how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah.
1: Uh, my husband's grandpa's Italian, and we had like a minute conversation, oh my which was pretty good. You know
0: who would be really proud of you? Who,
1: the some... foreign language. Yes. Yeah, they'd be
0: like, good job, Mrs.
1: Brown. <laughs> um, so That's great. I just, I've always had a heart for it, and I don't, I can't exactly tell you why Italy. Probably my grandma. My grandma, um loves Italy, says that she, that's always where she's wanted to go. And just hearing her describe it and like giving me books and showing me pictures yeah. has like stuck in my mind of like, you need to go there
0: yeah. someday. You're drawn to it, huh? Yeah. That's cool. Hey, so um, we're just about out of time, but is there anybody that you want to say hello to? Big shout out. Because, you know, we have quite a few, maybe 50
1: uh, <laughs> people that, l- that you're trying to get yeah. Oh, our listeners. Our oh. listeners, yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: Anybody you want to say hello. You already you already shouted out to Carl.
1: Okay. Uh, well, all of Salvage <laughs> Theater Company, um, you are all amazing. Particular shout out to my eighth graders. You guys will never know how much it is meant to have you as sixth graders. And you are my first group of sixth graders and to have you now. So yeah. shout out to you guys. You have no idea. Um, the joy you bring me and the amount of smiles that I've gotten from you Also, thank you so much. And shout out to Miss Durbin, who has been patient with me with learning how to do.
0: Yeah, she kind of knows what she's doing in that <laughs> yeah. world. That's for sure. She's seen one, two, three. How many? Did uh, she tell you how many she's oh, worked with? One
1: year, it was her 30th show and we like got her a picture, but I can't remember which one it was. So yeah. at least 30.
0: 30 shows. And then how many different people has she worked oh, with people. as far as... Uh, Uh, different teachers because I think it's five. Yeah. Does that include me? Uh, you might be, be, you might be six. I think think, we'll have to ask her to listen and see if she. Can yeah. Tell us so.
1: Also, Miss Mittler, because she's gonna get on her next. So oh, good. We're gonna out get out her. To yeah, Mittler.
0: get her on. Right. <laughs> That's how we do it. We just kind of coax them into it. Well, listen. She'll do great. Kylie, I really appreciate who you are and what you bring to the table every day. I don't know that I've ever seen you without a smile on your face, and oh, so please. I so appreciate just always uh, the positive attitude um, and and doing what you always know would be best for the kids, but also thinking how how is this gonna help our school community be better too. So I've I've just really. Appreciated Appreciated the way you handle yourself. So keep doing what you're doing, right? You and then it. do you know how we close out the show?
1: Uh, yeah. After listening to three, I uh, know uh, we say mics off. Uh,
0: you're good. Up. Thank you, Kylie. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.